Welcome back to Rebels Gum Radio. I'm your host, Carlos. I'm joined once again by Jono. How are you? G'day. And Jim Bob, how are you? G'day. We're back. We're good. We're we've back. Been, we've been, it's been a long time. We've got some stories to tell. Mm. Not all good ones. But I, but I have got a good one, actually. I've started my spiritual journey, inspired by Russell Brand. Oh, wow. Russell Brand. I'm also doing some yoga and trying to future center. <laughs> Tantric yoga. No, not tantric. Or Bikram yoga. No, at least not yet. Not Bikram. That's hot as shit. <laughs> I, I need cool. I need like igloo yoga. <laughs> what have you been up to, Jim Bob? Well, I haven't become a Swami yet, but... Uh... <laughs> well, it's not, not, not a good thing considering the Swamis that we do know about. <laughs> um, no, I've, I've uh, been enjoying my time off. Yeah, it's good fun. Back on the horse. And Jonathan? I've been a hermit for the past two months. Now. I, saw, I saw I saw you do a, a live stream logo creation thing. There yeah, on uh, on Log Inspirations, I've been interviewing a few logo designers. Yeah, live cool. streaming. Yeah, was that Irish dude? Was it uh, Irish? Was he Irish? Can't remember his name. Yeah, the guy from Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a cool interview. Pretty good. Yeah, it's so a bit check- distracting though, live stream because you see the comments flowing through and you're like, oh yeah, and there's some of them are so yeah, fast yeah. that you can't get the answer and they just go, "What do you call me, motherfucker?" <laughs> 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 I noticed that on Twitch as well. On Twitch, there's oh, mountains of comments. Some of those <laughs> comments are useless. Like, if you watch a UFC photo on, like, YouTube or something and buy it from there and they've got the comments and, the, and it's just, like, just scrolling through it a million miles yeah. an hour. It's just like, yeah. now this is useless. Anyway, we're back to talk some Star Wars. And this episode of Star Wars, usually we chuck in some Marvel and some DC, but we haven't talked for a while and we've got lots of Star Wars to talk about, including <laughs> our Star Wars Last Jedi review. We were going to do this a little bit earlier. We held off. We thought we'll let the we'll let the <laughs> let, let the, the red, dust settle. Let the dust red settle. The, let the red, red dust settle. And um, <clears throat> watched it a few times. I think the DVD is coming out next very soon. Week. Very soon. And I think some of the deleted scenes uh, leaked last night. Which some of them were a bit which weird. Uh, uh, there was some. There was a phasma one. Where, There's one you, alternative ending to how Phasma dies and just uh, nipple tweak tweaking by Luke and all that. Kind of <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> different, different angles, yeah. different different angles. The top few of him drinking yeah. <laughs> and didn't like Ray crash a party on the island. Uh, was, like all the caretakers uh, were having a party. Yeah, there was some crazy stuff going on. Dun, 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 yeah. On on um on Jedi Island, she crashes a party. Yeah, you yeah. know you know how the dark crystal nuns. Yeah, we're kind of they were oh, walking they around. They do look yeah. like that, don't they? They kind of had a little bit of a party going on. Uh. Like they had the gin and juice out, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, apparently she popped popped it in for a bit. Of, I, I wonder if it was, or if, fermented um, teat milk. Like I wonder teat. if that was going to be like a musical moment, whether or not they're going to break out into like a Muppet show. Yeah. Song. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other <laughs> da, 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 And the bog's <laughs> They're all dancing. Yeah. That wouldn't well, surprise me. There was, Disney. There was a, um, 
there was a Return of the Jedi um, reshoot moment in that dancing scene too because it looked like someone was singing and it had the similarities oh to that that um, Jabba the Hutt yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. had similarities to yeah. that that was, that was I didn't oh, need to see that horrible part of the special, reshoots special yeah, editions yeah. that was one of the worst bits of the entire plot. Um, we'll also talk about um, as part of that we'll also talk about Ryan Johnson and his reaction to the criticisms of his and also his reaction well not his reaction but why he chose to throw out a lot of J.J. Abrams' mm. script, effectively. Well, all of it. And, and what Mark Hamill thought of the movie. Yeah, what Mark Hamill thought of the movie, how that affected everything, Disney's input, social justice warriors, uh, even just the building of characters within traditional mm. Star Wars storytelling. We'll chat all about that. It'll probably take us down a road to nowhere, um, which is what all the kind of chat kind of does. Either you like the movie, if, if you don't, I've got a one opinion on it. I'm sure you guys will have your own, um, and we'll get down to that. We'll also talk about the Han Solo trailer, or the Solo trailer. Oh, was there a Han Solo trailer? Yeah, so so we'll talk about our first thoughts on that. Uh, Me and Jono will have a chat about the Rebel Season 4 finale. We'll try and make it no spoilers for Jim Mm. Bob here, because he's only halfway through Rebel Season (laughs) 3. But God, but you you're in for you're in for a hell of a ride. Um, we'll also have a quick chat about the Thrawn book sequel, which is going to feature Darth Vader. Uh, the Disney have announced that there will be a Star Wars live action TV series to go on their streaming service later on this year. Well, we assume that's going to be one of their launch products. Um, the Hasbro the, Star Wars toy the, apocalypse. The Favreau. Hmm. Ki- uh, Caravan of Courage TV. <laughs> uh, well, you hope he's. You hope, seeing as he's kind of been the dude behind Iron Man, that he's going to bring something pretty good to the table. Mm. So we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll also talk about We'll also talk about Disneyland, um, Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Yeah, that looks. Towns, it looks I suppose you'd call them. It looks awesome. So they're building. Yeah, they've got some awesome. drone footage. Oh. It looks pretty freaking good. Also, they're expanding Disneyland. You can find out more information about Rebel Scum Radio at rebelscumradio.com, which is soon to be updated and also soon to have its own store where you can buy Rebel Scum merchandise. Oh, I'm going to have to start making some designs then, aren't I? We've got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. I'm, actually gonna, I'm actually going to do a graphic design course as well. Mm. So that'd be good. I'll, if I'll you need any pointers, stuff. bro, we can, uh, yeah. Yeah, we can yeah, show no, you I, some I tricks. I know I can rely on you guys for help. You know a bit of design? Because I'll, I'll need help with WordPress. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. so it's good. So I actually want to do it on a few different things. So I'm actually doing, I spoke to you guys before the show about learning some Blender 3D rendering mm. stuff. So as I want to do some custom Star Wars mm. toys from the original series mm. and use I, 3D stuff to I, render those. And have you got a printer? A 3D printer? Yeah. No, but um, you can I'd... go to Officeworks and print stuff. Yeah, you get Officeworks, but there's oh, really? also um, a cheap... yeah. You can get a scan at Officeworks yeah. of you, and they make a miniature oh, figurine of you. That one near um, near Southern Cross, the ah. and there's one on Lonsdale Street yeah. in the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so and Carl, um, I, I can teach you about the 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 rules of typography. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can actually mm. teach you the ways of the, the ways the, of the force. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which web design stuff as well. Yeah. My filter just fucking said fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. 
Um, oh, yes. Welcome back. We're back. Yes. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We'll be doing heaps more on YouTube this year, which will be fun. Um, there'll be lots of... I'm actually, as part of my 3D rendering thing, I'll be making lots of custom Star Wars can- toys and going through the process of how they're made. St- flat from the point where you've got zero... Um, anything. So going through the creation to 3D file, oh. getting get getting a printer, getting it back, doing the custom paint work, start <coughs> start to scratch. Um, oh, sure. There's lots of resources on the web for stickers and decals and whatnot. Mm. So um, yeah, I'll be taking you all through that and also doing a series. We're, we're free boys, we're free. A series yeah. a series on all the classic vintage toys. So um, <gasps> wow. so I'll be running through those and also looking at some of the toys that should have been made, which we'll be discussing in this podcast that weren't. So we'll be running. Mm. I'll be running through that, and we'll also have a secret squirrel YouTube channel, which we shall not discuss. Nobody. But we've got in the pipelines. <laughs> We're not going to take any claim any responsibility for it, uh, but it'll be somewhere on there on YouTube. We may occasionally share some videos yeah. from it. Now, you can find this podcast. Well, you've already found this podcast if you're listening. But tell your friends. You can find it on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Spreaker, Player FM. Anywhere where all where good podcasts are found on your podcasting app. That is it. That's the intro done. See, season it. <sighs> Time to get to business. Star Wars Last Jedi review, gentlemen. <laughs> um, where have I? Where have I gone? I'm going to start with my. How many, little... how many times did you watch it? I have watched the Last Jedi now. Uh, I, I, I saw it three times in cinemas. In, in different formats, so a couple times on the big screen and once at, once at the drive-in. Or was I Not just, IMAX? It didn't end uh. up seeing it in IMAX. Mainly because, I mean, this is a bit weird to say, I didn't want to. Mm. I didn't want to spend any more money on it. I saw it just once, just midnight screening, that's it. Like I, twice, sorry. But, like I found myself last week, I'm just thought, oh, I wonder when the DVD comes out. You know? mm. I thought, uh, it's the first time I thought to myself, Am I going to buy this DVD? And if I don't buy this DVD, then do I just throw the Force Awakens one away and just like pretend that my Star Wars journey and you, ended? You normally pre-order the DVD. Yeah, yeah. Like I usually got them on pre-order. Like I mean, I, I love Rogue One. That was a great film. I really enjoyed it. I love Rebels. So it's not like I'm adverse to new Star Wars, mm-hmm. but this movie was something <clears throat> that um, I think we'll discuss. I mean, I mean, there's good parts of the movie. I'm not going to say it's all shit. It's not, but there's a lot of shit. <laughs> I was really expecting to end 2017 on a high, you know, like, watch a great Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, it just, I don't know, it was just, uh, I've watched a lot of reviews just to to see whether I was wrong. That's what I was looking for. Am I wrong? Am I watching this movie the wrong way? <coughs> am, I, am I interpreting it the wrong way? And I've come to the answer... No, I'm not. Almost everybody <laughs> that I spoke to hated. Yeah, and I think but I the, mean, but the critics loved it. Yeah, there's lots of conspiracies, obviously, on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, what's with this fan score and the critic score? How come they're so 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 different? different, different. Is, is Collider owned by Disney? I think they've got a very strong relationship. Mm. Yeah, Collider, <laughs> uh, uh, and hopefully the guys at Collider listen to this. I don't give a shit what you say about any Disney films. You, your Star Wars Return of the Jedi review was the biggest load of garbage I've ever wasted an hour and a half on on YouTube in my life. It, it, you, you don't. They're very biased. It's pretty obvious. You said at the start of the podcast, oh, the things that we don't like about it, the things that we do like about it. Well, I didn't hear anything that you didn't like about it. <laughs> 
So uh, you can you can say, oh, we said we didn't like this. Oh, maybe this this. It's got you guys were completely uncritical of the film, and it's it, and that's Council. There are a couple of guys that are on there. I think his name's Ken. Um, he started to be critical, and then they changed topics. Mm. It's quite obvious what they're doing. They, it's quite obviously that they're that they're there to get early reviews out and early good reviews out for Disney films. Mm. That's it. You can. You can come down to my house and put a legal writ on. You can do whatever you want. But I've yet to hear them say a negative word about anything Disney and Star Wars. Even Screen Junkies. Uh, Screen they, Junkies. Are they affiliated with Disney as well? Yeah, I think so. And, and look, I, I understand you've got media relationships to nurture yep. and whatever. But you're being disingenuous with your audience. You're sending them to a film which they may not like. And it's not like by you criticising it, they weren't going to see it anyway. You just have to be honest. You just got to be honest and just say, this is it. This movie had some serious flaws in it. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump forward a little bit and just say what, what my end take on Last Jedi is and then we'll go back over the details, is that if this movie was stamped um, Star Pirates 2, Let's say it was stamped that, and they just released the movie into the wilderness. There's nothing to do with Star and Wars. And nothing to do with Star yeah. Wars. There was no, no one would fucking go and see yeah. this movie. Yeah. They would say this is up there. What's, it, what's that horrible movie with John Travolta that was made by Battlefield Earth? Battlefield Earth. Yeah. That would be the standard <laughs> that this movie's at. <laughs> and, and and I say that in all honesty. That's where it's at. If it didn't have a Star Wars stamp on it, it's a fucking horrible science fiction film. I'm sorry. There were characters that didn't need to be in there. Characters didn't need to be in there. Crazy, not narrative flows that were just you couldn't understand where they're mm. going, where 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 they're coming from. Just this disnified political shtick all through the film. It was just I don't know. But if it, yeah, if if that was if that was Star Battle Four, no one's seen mm. that film, and that's just it. That's, was, that's my take on the end of the day. I was expecting a WTF moment, but there wasn't. There wasn't. Any. There was none. Um, I think the writing was on the wall for me, Carl. Like when I went and saw it with you, yeah, you you <laughs> left. <laughs> At the oh, end, yeah. you left. <laughs> you left at the end of the first roll call, roll, yeah. roll yeah. screen. Yeah, and I thought this means something, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> and, then, and then your and then your brother-in-law left halfway through. Going, this is also a sign. Well, he, he was there as well, and he left. Yeah. He just he just got sick of it. Yeah. Well, I had a good reason. Like I, whilst I said at the start of this, I, sick, I, I, yeah. I saw the movie three. I paid to see the movie five times. <laughs> <laughs> so on opening night, exactly when the opening of scrolls came up, was the moment when I decided to get a horrible case of um, of um, gastroenteritis, and I ended up um, on the bowl in the cinema, yeah. throwing up exactly. There, and maybe that was a sign. Yeah. And it carried on through the Friday where I booked in some gold class tickets, which I also didn't get to go to because <laughs> I was too sick. Luckily, some friends got to use those. But, yeah, then I eventually got to see it and then I was almost sick again. <laughs> and But I was completely well this time. But, but, but you, did, you did come up to me at work and say, 
Oh yeah, I've I've watched it again a couple of times, and it's not as all bad as I thought. No, so you had some glimmer of hope. No, there are good bits in the film. I'm not going to deny it. there are good bits in the film, and we'll and we'll discuss that. I think one of the best bits of the film, and it's from Force Awakens compared to this, is that the um, interactions between Ray and Kylo Ren are much more feel more genuine and better. Yeah. I don't think Daisy Ridley's a very good actress. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. I've watched, I watched um, uh, Murder on the Iron Express, yeah. which is always in. She's like dreadful that. in that too, um, but yeah. it's a dreadful film. So maybe it's just the, the movie film. is dreadful. Maybe she's choosing shit films. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's it. And, and oh, Murder on the Iron Force thought... Awakens was better than last year. Force Awakens was yeah. okay. I mm. did, but that's because I think it felt familiar because it was almost like a rehash. Mm. Yeah, um, which is fine. I don't mind that. Because um, he did it in an inventive way, um, I, was, I was okay. I didn't mind, but um, the opening battle, bombers coming in, um, and Poe's standing there, one one X-wing fighter against. They could have the, just blasted him, like just, yeah. just shoot, shoot him, him, yeah, just shoot him, like. Your General Hux, you're this unhinged fucking crazy man. You're willing to shoot fucking five planets down with the fucking Starkiller base. Not an X-Wing. But not an X-Wing. Fucking shoot him. <laughs> and they made, they made Send Hux... Send all your TIE fighters out. Go yeah. and fucking get him. They made Hux look like a 15-year-old boy. Like, is, is he there? Yeah. They yeah. just... Is he, on, is he on the line? They just... Yeah, they just... I don't know. It just... That joke call, I wasn't down with What, the joke what was uh, Ryan Johnson's... Resume before this. Oh, he had a few good movies before. Well, that's it. They were Looper. Looper. They were. They were just, just good. Mm. I love Looper. To me, Looper's just good. Mm. I don't think that's anywhere worth getting a getting a role in Star Wars. Brick was it Brick? Yeah, yeah. Brick's Brick's Brick is a good film, but Looper to me is just a stock standard time travel cop film. I don't think it was groundbreaking or crazy in any way. It's like. It's just a really thought out version of Jumper with Hayden Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> they just changed uh, Jumper to Luke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, um, <laughs> they changed Jumper to Younglings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Younglings. Yeah, that, I, mean, I mean, perhaps you could say, perhaps you is is Jump Jumper and the Force Awakens is is Looper in terms mm. of standards. <laughs> Because this is this stinks. But going back, there was an awesome scene at the start, which I really, which was the bombers. Yeah, I thought that bomber scene was really cool. Um, I don't know why they were so flimsy. Like you get one shot at a bomber, the entire thing freaking goes up yeah. in flames. I don't know why you send them all in yeah. in, the, in, in that case. But um, yeah, wouldn't they have better shielding or bloody hell. something? If you're Come sending, on. they seem to be moving awfully slow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're slow moving, unshielded. Ships that blow up any time they yeah. get a single laser blast. So what you're saying is the way they could have fixed that is making that whole scene a lot more fast-paced, which would have shortened the runtime of the film and take out the casino bit, and it would have been a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Large, largely, I that's th- my thoughts. About no, no, no. I think largely, I, I think, and we'll talk about the we'll talk about the casino bit a, a little bit later <laughs> oh, as well. Is that casino bit was added in to give some characters something to do. Because <laughs> really, they had Finn wake up in his in, in, in his back to tank. His pissy suit was pissing all over the what, floor. What, what the fuck did he have to do? <laughs> Wasn't there rumours that he was going to have an exoskeleton uh, yeah. on his back? Yeah, I don't know. I what about the, but, yeah, like Doctor Octopus, that would have been cool. <laughs> Imagine that. 
Yeah. Like Elysium. Yeah, and the, yeah, so it's kind of. Like, but what did he have to do after that? He's going to chase. He had, he couldn't go and find Ray because he because she was with um, with Luke. Mm. So he's just he's not like a he's not like a pilot. So he's just a foot soldier standing around on the ship. Yeah, not it's getting chased. Not much to do. Making really. a pork chop of him. So let's give him a mission. And let's um, let's let's create our let's create some more diversity in the Star Wars universe, and let's make this really annoying chick let's called Rose. Planet Vegas, yeah. Planet Crown Casino. Let's let's now let's now uh, <laughs> our our friends are in mortal peril. Yeah. They're like they're like getting chased. But, but let's just stand here and look through the bayonet. There's no time. Let's fuck around in the casino. <laughs> let's land out in the fucking woods and fucking walk 20k in the town. <laughs> and then um, we'll watch some horse racing. We'll we'll look after the animals and um, get thrown in jail pretty much straight away. The the guy who was complaining to the cops mm. that they uh, landed on the beach. Yeah. That's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh really? Ah, oh. oh. But yeah. Um, Going back to the opening scene, there is one good bit of that opening scene, as well as the bombers, was that for that little moment in time, that Captain Kennedy, who was um, from the captain of the Dreadnought, bottom, yes, young ones, yes, Adrian he, Edmondson, he <laughs> was old school British original trilogy British Empire dude. Yeah. He was good, yeah. like he wasn't. He was only in there for two minutes, yeah, but he was a good imperial dude. So. Okay. When when that happened, it was kind of like, oh, this is going to be good. <sighs> then we go to the island, and then um, we get the and I still don't know what to hundred percent make of this. The handing over the lightsaber and oh, the chucking over show. I don't know what that means. I, I after I did that, I had the Seinfeld uh, yeah. uh, baseline in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I kind of felt yeah, kind of felt maybe they were trying to go for that. Um, you know that moment in um, uh, Empire Strikes Back where Yoda's that kind of <laughs> he's banging R two for the yeah. food and making mine, 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 mine. <laughs> so I don't know where it's one of those moments. R two, but I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish when they went back to the lightsaber and it was hanging on that cliff and the Porgs were playing with it. And, and then tap you on the button, one of them right through the eye. Oh, that yeah. would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, <laughs> and they, like feathers, there's feathers yeah. falling down. Yeah, yeah. Pull, a puff yeah. of feathers oh, that would have been, been completely Disney. Yeah. That's my water brother. Carl, you should have directed actually last today. Well, I've got a list of everything that I would change in the movie <laughs> that's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. There are lots of people that say, "Oh, that's disrespectful," or whatever. I think when you go through the film, I think they're trying to get rid of everything from. The original trilogy, whether it's killing off characters, killing off narrative themes of dark and light um, to make it all sit in the middle somewhere where all characters are kind of ambiguous. Mm. I don't think well, that's... Well, Disney's the, got the next, next 50 years, like, you know, they'd have to mm. think about what they're going to be... They've got another trilogy. Another trilogy, yeah. another standalone. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're just setting it all up for the next... Profit lines. I'm more excited every... for Marvel movies than Star Wars now. Oh wow! Yeah, no, that's true. Mm. That's true. Um, um, it seems that um, the Marvel stuff's more original um, than Star Wars. Star Wars at the moment seems to be just drawing on old material. And but you, you know what my comment about but Marvel? They feel fresher. You know what my comment about Marvel in that respect is though, mm. is that Marvel has 
you know, written canon mm. in the last 50 years of their comic books. So, you know, like, the what's that movie coming up where Kristen Wiig's going to be... Wonder Woman uh, 2. Oh, that's Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah. So, yeah, like, they're, all they've got to do is she pick cheater. up... Mm. Yeah. She is. Yeah. I sent you the message. I was like, Kristen Wiig's going to be Cheetah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know she was going to be Cheetah. Yeah. Oh, this is where the podcast is itself. <laughs> but Carl, Carl, Carl they just, they're, all they've got to do is pick up a comic book from 1970. All right, he's the bad guy. She's the bad guy. Yeah, but the thing is with DC and Marvel is the great thing about both those brands is that because of all, especially like in DC, in DC like because they switch canon so many times between the comic book series is that you can take bits and pieces from all the different bits of canon and it's all and it's all right. Yeah, like and, you can, and you can insert Easter eggs yeah, everywhere yeah. and make the true hardcore yeah. comic believers yeah. like really... Yeah, and, it's like, and it keeps everyone happy because everyone's good. oh, yeah, they're paying service to this. This is great, the old school stuff. They're paying mm-hmm. service to the, to the new 52 in, in freaking in, in DC and all that kind of stuff. And they can do whatever they want. Like they can... Well, to an extent, I mean, you're not going to do any crazy shit, but I mean, like they've got such a large pool of content. Like, how many comic, how many Marvel comic books would would there be? Yeah. Oh, countless. Like, I I couldn't even even think. Like, there must be some dude that has them all. There must be an archive. <laughs> some, some guy like, has bought every single Marvel. Oh, comic. yeah, like Indiana Jones: Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark, like warehouse type deal, and he's got every single Marvel comic ever yeah. ever released <laughs> in like, mint condition. Yeah, in, <laughs> just in mint condition, unread. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, because I I always feel like that. Yeah, Marvel have got the best canon to work with. They litter every movie with twenty Easter eggs. Mm. Like it's 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 it just plays out like a beautiful yeah thing. And like, and you know, even to people who don't know too much about Marvel, mm. there's still enough there to. Well, and I think take it up, maybe even go out and buy some comics. And I think I think they're also in a in a in a a favourable position now. Is that is that, and I think it's more prevalent in the Marvel universe than in um, than in DC. Is that they've almost encouraged by fandom to do crossovers that have never been seen before. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let's bring this character in from here. Let's bring this character from X Men into here, yeah, right. that where, where it's never been seen but seen yeah. before, and do it. And they're like, and the fandom is like, yeah, this is fucking cool. Yeah. We've never seen this. See, before. that's that's why I think I, that's why I think Fox is relinquishing all of those characters because they realise, well, this could be a cash cow for us yeah. if we offload it all, mm. but also will be favoured by all the fans who. Yeah. Allowed mm. to have Avengers versus X Men yeah. or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and then fucking bring back Silver Surfer, do him properly because mm. the problem with Fox is they've got a bad rep of fucking up all of the Spider Man movies. Horrible! That's like, Sony. They, they Fuck you! Fucked, they fucked up <laughs> your Spider Man. They fucked That's up. Sony. The last one, which is quite good. I That's Sony. Was 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 the last one Sony? Uh, Sony and Marvel because they they own half of the rights. Like the very last one, they yeah. had Iron Man in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was good. I, I, I liked Homecoming. That yeah, I, I, I really. I'm talking about things. Fox and Sony movies. Like, We're talking about Toby, Toby, yeah, Toby Maguire. They stuffed up Venom and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that was horrible. Sorry, Toby Maguire. Well, there's but, a Venom movie coming out. Yeah, with Tom, yeah, there is Tom Hardy. Yeah. That mm. could be. Shite. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about <laughs> well, that. You, you never know. 
Tom Hardy, he can sometimes put out the goods that do. Well, Deadpool's one of the mm. one mm. of the good ones. Yeah. When's Deadpool two due out? Soon. Soon. April. Oh, did you see um, comicbookmovie.com posted this article about Deadpool receiving horrid reviews initially? Yeah. And then, Deadpool like, too. 20 minutes later, like, they post another story. Oh, it's actually not all that bad. And it was like, I don't know if the comic book movie guy did that on purpose, but, oh. yeah, it was weird. Like, there was two stories very closely published. From the critics that have seen the movie already. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, there's this one article saying it's got horrid reviews and really bad feedback. And then the next article, which is an hour or so later, yeah. oh, it's actually not all that bad. <laughs> Maybe some hired goons from Mr. Goons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who is it? Hired goon. goon bags. And we'll talk about green milk. That's a segue. That's a segue. Now, we, uh, back to the island. We had this weird... This is one of the weirdest bits of the entire film was that Luke kind of eating montage <laughs> where he's gone down and he's rubbing weird alien seal, slimy seal breasts for green milk. Kind of a little bit of... of you know what? I, I thought that was where the blue milk comes from, but it's actually it's green, green milk. Yeah. And that scene... That was Jonathan's what the fuck moment. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh, I could just see you in the I cinema. Was like, I was falling asleep because it was like, like twelve thirty. I mean, there were lots, there were lots of boobs in this film. <laughs> there was like all the boobs down on the fucking rocks with the green milk things, <laughs> and then you get the casino, and then there's this chick with ten boobs. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and like, I've never seen. <clears throat> and then you had uh, and Kylo Kylo Ren got Kylo his Ren boobs out. Yeah. <laughs> What did they call it? Swole? It was the swole memes? Swole, bro. There was so many swole memes yeah. after that. It's just like... <laughs> just put, like, put a shirt on. Swallow Ren. Swallow Ren, yeah. But there's one bit I didn't understand from the, <coughs> from the hunting scene. Like, he, he gets his big fishing pole mm. and he spears the fish. Yep. And like, yeah, and he gets it up somehow. Mm. Whatever it is. He, he doesn't use his it, force powers. He yeah. just pulls it up and thing. But then later on, we get this social justice message with... Chewbacca, Chewbacca and the Porgs saying, Chewbacca, you need to go vegan. Don't, yeah. don't eat the pork. Yeah. But Luke's just speared a fish and they're eating that. Yeah. So what are you trying to... <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? Are we eating meat or not? And he's drinking green milk. Yeah, so. he's drinking green milk straight straight from the teat. Yeah. <laughs> matcha, <laughs> a matcha latte? Not the teat. And it was green, so it was a, it's a matcha milk latte. <laughs> matcha yeah, milk latte. <laughs> was not pasteurized at all. So yeah. my only... <laughs> My only conclusion is that Luke Skywalker is an an, is a is an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. <laughs> so he he doesn't believe in, vac- in vaccination. <laughs> and he, but he's but he's not a vegan. So whilst Chewie now is potentially a vegan, Ch- Chewbacca is potentially a vegan. Oh, that would have been funny if he just ate the pork. Man, just. Imagine, I, I, can... I imagine that a Millennium Falcon, Chewie, with his with his with his bowl, drinking a bottle of kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that was the first moment ever in the uh, entire Star Wars trilogy uh, that Chewbacca ate something. I don't think there's much eating in. He didn't eat it, did he? Luke Skywalker no, he ate some biscuits in Empire Strikes there's Back. Few, there's a few little sticks and biscuits, yeah. And then Han Solo was invited to dinner with Darth Vader. But he didn't eat Empire. Anything. They didn't eat anything. What did? Did did um did they eat anything? There's not much eating going on in. Oh, they in the started. Whole... They started. Oh no, they drank in the original Star Wars down in um 
down in Tantooine. No, yeah, down in Luke's home at Tantooine, they start having that breakfast meal. But yeah. I don't think anyone ate. No, I think they just had a couple of glasses. Yeah, there was yeah, yeah. a boat to eat. But, but yeah. she did put a bit of bok choy in that that weird <laughs> bubbling, um, that noisy. She had like the noisiest, yeah. like bo- boiling. She's boiling up Who? some bok choy. The the yeah, uh, aunt yeah, it's true. Oh, um, uh. What she had it? the Mr. Fusion in the kitchen. Yeah. She's putting all the... <laughs> uh, there's also, I guess in Attack of the Clones, there is the apple. Everyone would be grumpy. <laughs> Fuck you. What about the, the Force Awakens when she puts the, what's the water on the bread and then it expands and then she eats the bread? Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right. There's a lot of eating in the new trilogy. I think they're changing things up. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see Chewbacca. Because, because Ray, was oh. on a, Ray was on a low-calorie diet there. I want, I want to see, see Chewbacca... Eat a giant like ham leg, like Oblix did in oh, the old yeah. Asterix nah, comic. Just, like, yeah. just like out of the Flintstone, just his bite mark out. Yeah. And then, like <laughs> Luke Skywalker has to go up to him and rub him down because he's got food all over yeah. his fur. And he can add some grass when he yeah. fell from the cow. Yeah. Or whatever. And they're right in the cow, in the grass fields. <laughs> yeah. And he falls head first. And then Chewie, Chewie goes to a, like a, a hair salon and he gets blow dried. Like, I'd love, like, how does he maintain his, his coat? Is it Tresemme? <laughs> I Tresemme. Don't know. Like, he'd have to get the Tresemme double pack yeah. for $7 <laughs> well, at, at Coles. Like, on some special, Chewie. Better get down to Coles. Tresemme two for one. Well, I assume he doesn't shower much because, I mean, if he didn't have any conditioner, he would just, like, frizz up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would just completely frizz up. He'd be dry. He'd have loose. He'd have split ends every, Chewy, everywhere. Chewy, you, you smell. You smell like a, um, like a, like you smell homeless. Um, <laughs> you thought about having a shower. <laughs> you got all that hair. You're sweating a it's lot. Just covered in corn chips. <laughs> corn chips. Didn't didn't Jabba eat some stuff in the? Yeah, he had a frog. Yeah, yeah. Jabba. Had, yeah, he had a frog or a lobster or something out of that out of that thing. I'm trying to think. There was a banquet in Empire, which I never ate. Remember when they walked in and yeah, and he, shot, yeah, he shot it there. Yeah. So they did put out a fair spread there. I so Darth Vader laid out a spread for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was kind of the last meal yeah. type deal. Yeah. Or it could have been organised by Lando yeah. and a short notice of yeah. foods there, might believe it. So. <laughs> Pray I don't alter the deal any further. <laughs> any further. Yeah, but it's not like they're flying through space and it's kind of like, you guys want a, you guys want a pack of chips? Yeah. <laughs> you hungry? No. So... Yeah, not much. But there's a lot of eating in this. Fishing. Um, now. Jedi's got to eat. Jedi's got to eat. Jedi's got to eat. And oh, now the training, training montage. <laughs> training montage. Now apparently the rocket apparently <laughs> it takes... Milliseconds. <laughs> to become Milli- yeah. Um, <laughs> and this goes to the problem with... It's partly part of the problem with the entire film is a timeline. Like, it's the next day. It's the next day from the last film. Like, they're escaping from the planet. Yeah, pretty much. So it's, it's one day. So she's now flown from that day hyperspace over to Luke. So I'm going to assume the entire span of the film is maybe two or three days in terms of the chase and, and whatnot. Mm. So in two or three days, Ray has learned <laughs> to become the most powerful Jedi. Jedi force user in the universe. With the tinkling of a little bit of a brush, she's gone down the dark side hole, she's looked in the mirror, saw herself. <sighs> that was a 
fucking. Who were you expecting to see when she looked in the mirror? Like, who was the shadow? The oh. Because it, it was two shadows that converged into one shadow, yeah? Was it? No, it was one of those effects where it kind of. She had a twin sister. Yeah, it's a reflection. It's like having a re- <laughs> reflection of a mirror and it just goes all back into itself. Whatever that effect's called. Mm. Parallax. Yeah, yeah. So. I'll learn that when I do graphic. graphic, graphic <laughs> um, that's one one thing that we chatted about. That but was, there was nothing in there. Yeah, but that was one mm. thing we chatted about that was probably a good thing that Johnson did was take away all the stupid fan theories that were flooding YouTube and yes. forums and that's you know, one, that's one thing that, that really ruined the lead up to uh, Last Jedi as well. That's one thing that I did stupid enjoy. videos on yeah, YouTube. The Snoke theories. Yeah. Um, race parentage. Um, I thought that's one thing Ryan Johnson did perfectly in ambiguity, saying that um, uh, Kylo Ren lied about mm. where she's actually from. I hope they don't do that. Because in the reality of the Star Wars world that we know, um, outside of the Skywalker family, everyone's just a random person who happens to have force powers. Mm. Like that kid. Yeah, it's like all those, that- pad- all those Padwans that got... Mm. Got a bit poked by lightsabers. <laughs> pokey poke. Well, wow. they did the hokey pokey. <laughs> Poked in the neck. You're it. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great scene in uh, how this should have ended. Um, off of the Return of the Jedi version, where they end with all the Force ghosts and they've got Anakin Skywalker, Obi Wan Kenobi, all that. Then all the younglings, <laughs> they all pop up, and then, and then Obi Wan goes, "Oh, this is a bit awkward." <laughs> <laughs> Annie, what do you do if there's seven chairs and ten people arrive and kill three children? <laughs> <laughs> that look on their faces. Yeah. It's crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. But yeah, the timelines and the Jedi training was just all fucked up. Um, I realise she's powerful, she's naturally powerful, but um, to say she's now strong enough to avoid falling down to the dark side of the Force. I mean, there's a, you could say the same thing about the Luke storyline. I don't know how long he was supposedly on Dagger before, yeah. but it seemed like at least it was like weeks. But then again, you go back to the prequels and it takes a fucking long time to become a Jedi there. So what's the fucking story? Mm. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe there's like a, a Cliff Notes version of Jedi just <laughs> accelerate through and you're fucking all of a sudden you're a Jedi. But um, yeah, it's interesting, I guess. And like Kylo Ren seems to have done some long period of training with Snoke. Um. So, I don't know. just seems like holes. But he didn't really demonstrate any dark side powers, did he, as such? Who? Kylo. Like, uh, no he, lightning. He, no. He, 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 he was at Luke's Academy. He could, he could read people's minds, he can stop, He could stop lasers. He could stop lasers, lasers in this guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool when he stopped that laser bolt. That was, that pretty, was pretty cool. Yeah, he's concentrated. I want to know where he went when he, like, you, you didn't see that fly off after he went up on his ship. Like he's just standing there and just say no one's paying attention, and then like, one? he forgets about it. That lo- that laser bolt that he stopped. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone like in the like back. At some point, he would have let that go, yeah. and then it's kind of like, oh, unless of course, actually, it might have been that. Remember in Force Awakens when uh, Finn's standing there at the end, and then this laser bolt kind of comes out of nowhere, and there's an explosion, and he kind of 
shudders back. He's in a little bit of shock. Right at the start of the film, in in, oh, in, the, in the village, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was the bolt, because that's right after Kylo Ren leaves. Mm. So maybe that was it. That could have been it. Mm. Maybe I missed that. Yeah, yeah that's a good. That's yeah, good. You can yeah. you can see. Yeah, yeah, you can see. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, I, so I take that back. The another thing, <laughs> other thing too is um, someone pointed out on the the force group on Facebook that um, someone they noticed that. It looks like they didn't use the Wilhelm scream in this Last Jedi. No, the, the, we, nah, the, the scream, the sound of the guy falling off falling. the cliff. Very Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. I'll, I'll I'll play it to you on. Yeah. Oh, they use it in every movie. Yeah, they use it in every movie. You know when you know when they use it in Indiana Jones. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, usually, usually, usually when a stormtrooper falls down a silo or some shit. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely used, but um, yeah, Jim Jim Bog's gone off to find us the sample. I'll put this in the podcast by the by the way. Yeah, mental, it's, mental it's, it's really part of the Star Wars Indiana Jones family. Like. Yeah. yeah. Someone's made a Wilhelm scream compilation. They're just years ago, and it's got 10 million views. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was first used in a 1951 movie. That's the one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who created that? Who created the Wilhelm um, scream? It's a scene from a movie called Distant Drums, 1951. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, cave, the cowboy character called Wilhelm. Never knew that. That's, there you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you, YouTube, for your <laughs> oracle of knowledge. And thank you, Ryan Johnson. Um, but not using it. We're not using it. <laughs> <laughs> Because we noticed. Yeah, we all noticed. <laughs> the fans noticed <laughs> everything, mate. Yeah. We're watching you. <laughs> so so um, going along now, back to timelines. So we've, we've got issues there with Ray. This is where the film... This is why the film fucking breaks down. Just this lack of logic that runs all the way through it. And, yeah, it's there in the other films as well. But there's something about those other films which make you ignore it. Whilst in this film, it stands out like dog's balls. <laughs> um, the most glaring one is the chase. So, we have a, an armada of Imperial ships. <laughs> Capable of doing any manoeuvre they wish. Yeah. Tracking a broken-ass fucking rebel freighter down that has no fuel left. That's going slightly faster than them at cruising rate. However, they also have an entire fucking fleet at their disposal elsewhere in the universe that they can call on the hyperspace at any point, any time. A whole fleet of dreadnoughts that they could put in front of the ship. <laughs> so it's got nowhere to fucking go. Now, unfortunately, they just decide to just stay back, <laughs> randomly bomb a ship that's got shields, and slowly just crawl through space. <laughs> No, there's no... For some reason, the fighters are 
uh, fucking, they're too scared to fight away from their mothership for whatever reason that may be. So they hang back and they let the rebels figure out a plan. It is a bit silly when you when you say yeah. it like that. It is, <laughs> yeah. it is a bit silly. So <laughs> I just can't. Anyway, let's go on the Snoke. <laughs> um, we'll go through a few characters here. We'll go on the Snoke and Holdo and Kudos. And circus. And yeah, Kudos. he did a great job. Yeah, I, but I was blown away by how good it was because... It almost looked real, didn't it? Yeah. Like it almost looked literally real. Sorry. Literally. That was that was what blew me away. Yeah, and maybe and, and maybe it's just a problem with CGI rendering humans that are supposed to look mm. like humans that you can pick out yeah. when it's not. Whilst it's when a fictitious character Like Henry Cavill's mustache, yeah. 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 No, I didn't notice that at all. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> so when it's a fictitious character like say the orcs or Gollum or or Snoke oh. in this case, where there's no reference point for how they should look, mm, yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, 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 yeah this is good. Yeah. So someone was saying the other day that they watched The Three Kings, like the extended cut of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And they said the CGI looks shit now. I'm going to go back and watch it. The extended cut. Yeah. I mean, they, they just talked about the CGI, how now it's, how it's dated badly. Mm. It's gone, I couldn't, I couldn't have. It was pretty fucking good. Because even the original Star Wars still looks okay now. How long ago? Although was it, that was all models and shit. More than 15 well, years I, ago? Oh, I bet it'd be 10. Well, I guess it would be film probably 15 years ago and all done. But I mean, Lord of the Rings, probably the last chapter was probably 10 years ago. No, nah, more than that. No. I remember it was early 2000s. I was just coming out of school. Mm. It, was, it was after Star Wars, though. It was after the prequels. Mm, no, no. So it pre- it prequels in 99. Or, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, it was right. during that. But still, because um, were, were they released year on year or was it a two-year gap between The Lord of the Rings and cinemas? I, can't uh, I think the third one took a while to come out, didn't it? I think the third, the third one was, was in two parts. Because I think they shot it. Now, back on the Star Wars. Back on the Star Wars. Now, um, Leia's death. Spoiler alert. Well, not really. She's not. She doesn't make Poppins. Yeah, so uh, we have a moment where... Um, where Leia and uh, Kylo Ren force link together and he decides not to shoot it down, but then the two fighters <laughs> pop by and blow shit over. Anyway. Um, yeah, we'll do your job, Kylo. Yeah. We'll take over from here. Anyway. In uh, that, so we blow up and... And Akbar just... Akbar and Leia get sucked out the space. No, but they don't even show Akbar getting sucked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just gone. <laughs> so don't he blew up like a frog. Yeah. Like in like a, he's like a big puffer fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a puffer fish. Anyway, it's not till afterwards. So Leia somehow um somehow in this all of a sudden Ice the, crystals the force kind of collectively grow around her and put her in like, a, some, a bubble that keeps her systems alive. And she flies back through space like Mary Poppins. Now Funnily enough, like there's still a, a hologram of Snoke's ship in the in the control room there. Why she flies back? And she flies exactly through where Holdo would eventually go through when she oh. sacrifices herself through that same side of the wing. Yeah, just just a, just saying that 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 is ironically exactly yeah. the same spot. And, but she gets to the door, 
this fucking control panel is, open. is fucking exactly it fucking is open to space. Yeah. There's no blast doors fucking shutting down. Yeah. There's no magnetic locks fucking open the door. No one else no gets fucking fuck sucked out in the space. <laughs> they fucking just pull her in. Nah, we're good. Not because she was using the force to stop everybody from getting sucked out. Right? No, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. She could choose could hardly fucking breathe. Oh. And then fucking they have a bit of a meeting. So we're gonna. Uh, Ed, I hope you all get the memo. We've got a staff meeting in 15 minutes. Um, Leia's okay, but Admiral Akbar appears to be fucking floating around in space. He's <laughs> like gone. Like a puff of fish. The uh, Admiral that... Um, He's gone supernova. Yeah, the uh, Admiral that led us to victory um, over the Empire in Return of the Jedi. You may have remembered him. <laughs> Some old people may remember it. We don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> don't give a shit. Yeah, they could have given it to him or they could have kept uh, Akbar alive and made Akbar yeah, sacrifice. But himself. unfortunately we had to sacrifice Admiral Akbar so we could pry in yet another female heroine character who would later go on to, um, to martyr herself as a hero rather than giving it to a traditional character within the show who probably deserved it. Um, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not bitter just because Admiral Akbar. I mean, I'm. I'm going to say Admiral Akbar is one of my favorite yeah. characters for whatever reason. He's only in the fucking movie for three minutes. Would you? Would, <laughs> would you have cried if, if he sacrificed himself? Well, I was actually going to bring this up in terms of our rebels discussion later. Is that in terms of crying with Star Wars? I've only cried in Star Wars twice ever. And that's both been in the last two and three weeks in Rebels. Mm. I've never cried in Star Wars before. I've um, when um, when Kanan dies, I literally was, mate. <laughs> he spoiled it for him. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but when one of the characters, when one of the characters died, and go. <laughs> wow! Carl, <laughs> shit. Jeez. You're going to know it happened anyway. <laughs> it's, you saw it coming. Well, you actually saw it coming from the very first moment of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also. Um, but when he does die, I was literally, that was like, an, I, I literally verbally yelled it, oh no. <laughs> like, and I never, oh, I remember, what the fuck are you doing? This is a fucking kid show for fucking whatever. I think it's just invested in the characters. Yeah. And then uh, later on um, in the finale, I found myself uh, towards the end. Mm. The, the same thing kind of yeah. happened. It's, it's whatever. Like, I cried for Lord of the Rings. Like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't cry when Boba Fett fell in Salix pit. I didn't cry. Um, I cry usually in movies in usually ones that are related to real life stuff. So I think um, that I usually. I remember when I was a kid. There's a movie called Farlap, which is about a racehorse here in Australia, which yeah. is kind of like. Um, um, they released a horse racing film in the US a few years ago. Because the Australian version of Seabiscuits. Anyway, there was this whole story where uh, Australian mafia gangs were trying to keep the horse out because everyone had bet on it and they didn't want it to run and yeah. they had big, big, big bets on. Anyway, the horse trainer said, "Fuck this, we're getting the horse to the track." <laughs> so anyway, they got it to the, and this is literally a true story. They literally got the horse just, just to Flemington Racetrack here, here in Melbourne, maybe twenty minutes before the race. And they had to take it straight to the gates to the mounting yard. So they had to run it through, like, the crowd. Is all true? Yeah. And then, like, the crowd, like, fucking erupted because they saw the fucking horse come, yeah. come through. And then when I was – I mean, I was probably 
14, 15 when I saw that. It's like, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I think I cried for that. But um, but otherwise, it's usually like emotional scene where maybe someone's lost or yeah. something, he, or, a, or a sporting team. He hasn't seen Never Ending Story yet. No, I just, no. I, well, I've, I've tried. I've, I've got it. On my, Jeez, it's a great movie, Carl. But, yeah, but the horse in the swamp. I'm now going to cry with the horse <laughs> in the swamp. So I'll, I'll avoid that. Hey, um, one thing. I about- cried at the end of Ghostbusters, the new one. <laughs> <laughs> How shit it was. <laughs> Get back to what you were saying about Rebels before. Oh, Rebels, yes. Did Ryan Johnson copy the Carrie Fisher scene where she floated back to the ship? Because in, in episode, uh, season three, mm-hmm. um, Darth Maul pushes or puts yes. um, Kanan in an air trap and he gets sucked out into space. Mm. But he uses the same thing to get yeah. back to the ship. Yes. And it's like, hang on, that's awfully familiar. <laughs> they do... Princess Leia doing. They do prime for those different new force things within Rebels. If, if, if you look at Rebels and you put them in context <coughs> of the new films, there are things which happen in there in terms of the force, which kind of prime young audiences to understand what they're seeing. Yeah. So because um, I know true. when I was a kid watching the but original you, but trilogy, you accepted in a in a cartoon. Yeah. But when I was a kid watching the films, it took me a while to work out what they meant by the Force when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then it wasn't until I got a bit older, they're going, ah, oh, yeah. they're actually doing stuff with their... Yeah. yeah that, well, that scene where he goes, you don't need to see these droids. Like, I didn't realise that's what, what, he, did, yeah. what yeah. he was doing when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. There's a great... Um, and I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but, but just uh, while we're talking about the Force and we'll talk... There's a great um, Rebels Season 4 finale panel um, where Dave Filoni and uh, some of the cast are on stage there and Dave Filoni gives a great explanation of like when he's he kind of explained what the Force is and what it really means and it's not about lifting rocks and whatever and it's kind of because he works so closely with George Lucas, like he's a George Lucas guy, mm-hmm. that um, he kind of explains what it really is and maybe... I don't know, it goes against a little bit of what's been going on in the movies. So, um, okay. There's a lot, of, there's a bit of a groundswell at the moment to get Dave Floney in control of the films. Um, as um, like a, a s- director of story, as, or as like in, yeah, as in terms of putting him in place, like the head of head of creative control. So, um, you, oh, can I? Can you confirm this for me? Was Kathleen Kennedy involved in Back to the Future trilogy? Yeah, she did. I knew you it. I look knew through, it. look through her IMDb list. It's like every film you've ever loved. Oh, it's literally it's. You know, it's there's Indiana Jones. There's fucking. Sorry, Back to can the I just digress for a moment? <laughs> yeah, oh, the best thing happened because mm-hmm. um, the day before I found out about something in my life that. Um, made me unemployed. <laughs> I, I went. I went out uh, the night before finding out that news. Mm. That um, I, I went to the rooftop cinema. Yes, and we, me, myself, and my wife watched Back to the Future Part Two, mm. at a, in a rooftop bar in the middle of Melbourne. Yes, on the roof on a nice night. Yes, uh, post a couple of whiskeys and yes. yeah. <laughs> but on TV they had the the first one was on telly. Uh, the week before, mm-hmm. 
And then when we were home the other night, um, part three was on. So, like, it was weird. We just suddenly watched <laughs> yeah, the trilogy, Back to yeah. the Future all over again, yeah. and it was, like, freaking awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, I just caught her name in the credits yeah. when we are at Back to the Future part two. And so yeah. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Her, it all makes sense. I was, when I was looking at her IMDb thing, just, look, just like, phys- physically looking, and when looking at her film, like, she's not old enough for this. Mm. And it's like, and then I looked at her, and she's—I think she's sixty-five. Is she? Yeah. She doesn't look. She, she doesn't, doesn't look, look sixty-five. No. no, she's she looks great. But um, yeah, just every movie I've probably ever wrote. Or every Indi- name, name some other ones. She's Indiana done. Jones. Well, all of Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. she did that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, all of Indiana Jones, uh, Back to the Future. Uh, what else? Executive producer type. Yeah, she, role. She, so. she, was, she was executive producer. Yeah. In most of them. So let's just have a look. Yeah, she's 64. So her producing credits. So she's currently doing the Untitled Indiana Jones project. Ah, okay. The what? The uh, Untitled Indiana Jones, next Indiana Jones, which they started working on. With Harrison Ford? Yeah, which, oh. they're, which they're writing. So, um, we talked about that in the last mm. podcast. Didn't so we? she's been Rogue One, Star Wars Force, like, uh, I mean, like, War Horse was a good film. You remember? Oh, you, okay. You, you may not have seen it. No, I haven't seen that. Um, Smurfs. Last Airbender. Um, oh. Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Okay, yeah. All yeah. of the Indiana Jones. But she did The Last Airbender? Yep. Oh, shit. War of the, <laughs> War of the Worlds, Tom Cruise version, obviously. <laughs> sea Biscuit, which we just discussed. <laughs> um, Jurassic Park 3. Oh, yeah. Artificial Intelligence. Um, Twist, Twister. Twister was good. Roger Rabbit. Um, so she's pretty linked up with Steven Spielberg mm. a lot. That's Kong, Kong, Congo, the Flintstones. <gasps> Congo's good. Congo's, Congo's great. Wasn't that Tim Curry? Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Jurassic Park. <gasps> Alive. Um, wow! What a what a hook! What American a resume! Ice pirates, with space pirates. <laughs> Cape Cape Fear, Back to the Future series. Love Arach- Cape Fear. Ar- Love that. Ar- Arachnophobia, Gremlins two. Arachnophobia. Have you seen Arachnophobia? It's it's awesome. Volcano, The Land Before Time. Oh, that was one of my Land favorites. Before Time's great. Yeah. Empire of the Bigfoot. Sun. In, in in a space, which is one of my oh, favorites. in a space. Yeah. I love that movie. Color purple, Back to the Future. Martin Go- Short was in that. In a space, yeah, he's the, really good in that. The Goonies, oh, Gremlins, Twilight Zone, the movie. Oh, that's... Poltergeist, ET, the Extraterrestrial. Wow, Whoa. there you go. Mic drop, a... just Mike... fucking <laughs> <laughs> What a resume! That's a fucking Damn. resume. If you're gonna hand in a resume, that's the fucking what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine handing. We'll walk in this case. Uh, you seem to have uh, been executive producer on all the exact same films as Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what? No, we work together quite much. <laughs> you know what? Know who you are? Ama- <laughs> amazing about um, ET and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm-hmm. They were made at the start of the eighties, yeah. Yes, they're, they're like early eighties, but I think so. there's just something. Close Encounters might be seventies, actually. Yeah, that's late seventies, I think. Mm. But they, those. Those films make sort of made you believe in science fiction. They, they're like they're like the founding stones of you yeah, believing in science I, fiction. I, I watched movies. Close Encounters again the other day, and I don't know whether or not they've retouched it or not, or whether or not it's still the original. But the special effects at the end—I don't know how the fuck they did them back then. But fuck was good. Mm. But so yeah. Spielberg wouldn't redo a movie, would he? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. All right, now let's get back to Star Wars. Yeah, sorry, fuck. sorry. So now we were talking about Akbar and Leia. 
Zaya comes back, she survives. She's okay. She's good. Spoiled spoiler. Akbar gets given short thrifts, and we get introduced to Holdo. This character out of nowhere. Apparently, there's a novel in canon somewhere where she's won some battle somewhere. Back in the day? So you've got to read the books mm. to know what the story was. Um, I've now got to the point. She's the flag waver in the Kessel Run. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she 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 run the grid girls. And <laughs> That's completely inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. But fuck you. Um, <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah. So we kind of get introduced to this new character, um, and for the first time, I don't know whether or not I've not seen it before. Have you ever seen anyone? And maybe I'm just imagining things, and I'm I can't, I can't remember anyone actually getting physically punched by anyone in Star Wars. Hmm. Did Han Solo get punched by someone in Jabba's thing or anything? Doesn't somebody punch him before he goes into the cabinet? No. Oh, honey, he punches Lando. Yeah, he, he punches, does. Yeah, yeah. He punches Lando for yeah. for putting him in the thing. Yeah. But I've never seen an intergender punch before. When um, Holdo slaps Poe, and it's mm. kind of like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what? There was no need for like that. Should have called HR. Yeah, call HR in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know who who would be in charge of HR on in, 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 in Star Wars. Who, who would be a HR person? Do you think there was a bit of a, <laughs> a love story? Because what you like, loved him, La- Laura. Dern hated the fact that he was such a bad boy, but she was sort of attracted to attracted him, so, to him yeah. at the same well, time. She, she was that the vibe I got? She mentions that to Leia, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, and Leia's like, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so Holdo slaps uh, Poe, has his secret plan she doesn't fucking tell anyone about, which aggravates everyone, which leads fucking Poe Dameron to fucking go and fucking... Uh, set, up, set up a plan for 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 a, for a mutiny, um, at, which also triggers the reason why she can't tell anyone this plan is to give fucking Finn something to do in this fucking film because it triggers everything that goes into the Canto yep. the, the, the Canto bite scene where they kind of look for the master locksmith. Going back to the last like that fucking ridiculous fucking Skype call with Maz Kanata where she's fucking playing fucking... Did, did you notice that the camera is right in... It's like a camera that's floating. Yeah. And then when she takes off, the camera like pans and follows uh, us. Uh, What's going on? Was there somebody holding the camera? Oh, no, I assume it was a drone. I think I'm going to assume it was a drone, which it is fair weird. enough. I'm cool with that. Because it was Call of Duty, the drone's a normal thing. <laughs> so she's the playing fucking fo- Call of Duty. The drone was following her. Yeah. Okay. Or she's playing Or she's playing zero, zero latency out, <laughs> out in North Melbourne. <laughs> They've got her on Skype. <laughs> They're looking for a master locksmith to get in this one fucking door in this fucking uh, Snoke ship. Because apparently if they don't undo this and all the other ships will fucking know. And fucking it was, that was a th- very th- thin plot line. Very yeah, thin, very, very thin, thin fucking plot line. Um, there, so they gallivant off the Kano bite fucking at, at their own pace, looking at horses, doing whatever. Fucking don't find the master locksmith. But hey, presto, in the fucking cell next to them, they find a master locksmith 
who just happens to be locked away in fucking jail, and but then that will can just fucking. And he could he could have walked over whenever he wanted, but he just waited till they came into. So I don't know what the fuck he was doing in jail. <laughs> then he could have left any time that he wanted. Played by Benicio yeah, del, del, Toro. del Del Toro, he fucking phoned in that fucking performance, so he couldn't be fucked being there by the looks of it. <laughs> um, and he didn't he didn't need to be in the movie at all. No, there was no need for that entire section to be no. in the movie. They could have just let Finn and. They just wanted to squeeze in the Rose character. Because yeah. Finn already knows the layout of like like Empire stuff anyway. He yeah. could have just gone in and done it himself. Yeah, he was in, yeah. Sa- he was in sanitation. Yeah. He knew everything. He knew every, po- he knew every pipe in that people. damn ship. <laughs> sanitation people know everything. He knew every clogged pipe in that damn ship. <laughs> <laughs> like Snoke's big dumps that blocked up the toilets. Ate <laughs> <Eight>, two granola. <laughs> just fucking got granola. a bit blocked up. But yeah... Um, yeah, just complete waste of time. That entire section of the film—it's just—I think that is what actually, in terms of pacing, storyline, everything, completely destroyed it. That Cano bite thing—that wasn't in there at all, at all. And it would have made the would've film made an appreciable time. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. as well. Like, How long was it? Over two hours? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very long. Stupid very long. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that entire Cano bite thing is. Um, Another thing with the Cannabite thing, they just they couldn't even even be bothered with that. I feel like they readjusted the entire story, possibly around Carrie Fisher's death. Mm. I felt like maybe that wasn't intended at the start because all of the characters in that in that scene that a lot of them were humans, like they didn't put a whole lot of work into alien races, which you'd think in a casino like that they would have put in. Mm. Um, there was one funny scene in there where. Um, where um, BB-8 had the coins. BB-8 with the coins, so I put him in as a slot machine. That was pretty funny. That was Warwick Davis. Yeah. Yeah. And and didn't was the voice done by Luke uh, Mark, Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, but Mark Hamill. So that was pretty good. So Canada by your arms dealers. This is another social where they kind of like put in that that grey area into even the resistance of the rebellion where, you know what, the resistance are buying their arms of the same people that uh, uh, the New Order are. Yeah. Like, you're both buying with the same, same people. Person, yeah. And it's kind of like this um, political commentary around the United States and how they're arming, um, well, arming militias like ISIS and stuff with their own weapons against yeah. them. goes back to the 70s with the Afghani war. Yeah. Um, Training people and arming them with weapons and selling war, weapons. War is a business. That's what. Yeah, yeah. War, war is a, war is a business, and there's no to say there's black and white is not necessarily yeah. the case. Which I think is what they want to do forward with the Star Wars universe. There's mm-hmm. no black and white in terms of Jedi and Sith. So and uh, Kylo Ren said so much that um, forget about the past. I think he's a, ex, exact words. Kill it. Kill it. Yeah. Kill it. So that's. Um, that actual line, I think for old school original trilogy Star Wars people, that would have fucking, that was like fucking, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> we fucking bought all this shit for fucking the last 30 years. We, we made this. We fucking kept the fucking thing afloat with the extended universe books. We fucking, we fucking <laughs> bought all these shit toys you put out. We're the reason you fucking still got a fucking franchise to work with, and then you shit on us. <laughs> Fuck you. 
You fucking, you, we're not watching your films. Our kids aren't watching your films. <laughs> fucking deal with that. <laughs> you're watching Star Trek from yeah, now on. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so it's on Netflix. Yeah, so it, Netflix. it just every, every at every turn, like it's just kind of like a stab in the fucking stab in the eye with a fork. I don't know. But let's get on to what was good. I, I could talk all day about what was bad. Um, oh, one other thing: the theme of martyrdom. I'm not sure that's a good theme for fucking kids to be given in the film. Holdo is a martyr. She flies the ship in to yeah. blow things up. Finn then tries to be a martyr as well by flying his fucking ship into the walkers. But then Rose stops But him. then Rose flies her ship in as a martyr to save him <laughs> for love. Then randomly kisses the dude. Didn't ask for it. Where's the Me Too campaign now? Yeah. Like, just random kiss. He's after right. He, yeah. he, doesn't, he, he doesn't want that complication. No. He doesn't want to say it's complicated on his Facebook profile. Yeah, it's complicated. He doesn't need that. <clears throat> Um, and then Luke himself becomes a martyr, obviously. Um, four martyrs, one movie. Four <laughs> martyrs in one movie. Jeez. It's, um, uh, I don't know whether or not that's the right thing to be telling kids. Like, there's, there's differences between, well, I'll take Luke back. Luke's more of a sacrifice. So yeah. there is a difference between sacrifice and martyrdom. Um, but I think the other, two of the other four were martyrdom. Holdo was martyrdom. And I know it's a thin line to swim between the two, but that's just what it is. Mm. Flying planes, let's say, into enemy targets. I don't know where they got that thing from, but it appears to be from real life from 20 years ago. Um, And I don't know whether or not we should be saying that that's a hero or not. Just saying. Mm. It's a different point of view. Um, But there are good bits. The caretakers were fun back on the island. We know that wheelbarrow scene where the rock comes through and mm. destroys the wheelbarrow. That was funny. Yeah. That yeah. were cool. That were good. Um, the Porgs were good. What, what they, they could yeah. have been really bad. The Porgs but they were actually, actually really good. the Porgs were good. <coughs> yeah. Were there real good. people in this? Uh, Porg suits? No, the, they're, they're way too the, small. The caretakers. I don't know. If this, oh, they looked like puppetry. Yeah, that looked like proper puppetry yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were. But yeah, the, they did the porgs because they needed to cover up all the puffins that were on the island. Yeah, and and, look, and, look, and it was look, amazing. Look, all the puffins. We we predicted him force choking puffins for dinner. Yes, back, we did back in the day, yeah. back before uh, Last Jedi came yeah. out. Our we very first episode, I think, yeah. when we reviewed the Force Awakens. Where he was going to eat the puffins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was force choking puff- yeah. puffins. Yeah, that was a we we we, we got that right. <laughs> yeah. The only fan theory that was ever right was ours. <laughs> ours force choking puffins. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and the snake was on meth. Yes, Snoke was on there. He really chewed the face off. Oh, no. Let's go to the Snoke death. Quick, quickly discuss the Not Snoke death. One. The Snoke death cut in half. Come on, dudes. Yeah. Fucking hell. That was lazy. Lazy shit. <laughs> Un- unless he was a frost projection. Nah. How, how could he not figure out that the lightsaber I was, was twisting? Well, going back to frost projection, there was, you know, how, with the Luke thing. I only realised it now, and I'd never ever thought about it before until until Rebels. With the Emperor in the final scenes. And I never clicked that the Emperor in um, that was actually force projecting his, his, um, 
presentable self mm. to everyone, but really underneath it all was mm. was the was the the Pelps. the crusty yeah. Pelps dude. Yeah. So like during that entire time, and like it was it was uh, Mace Windu who, who who like broke that. So it wasn't that he electrocuted him and turned him into that. Mm. It's just that he broke that force oh. thing down and he turned into that. So <laughs> it was kind of like... Because um, he was like, release, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> release the demons! <laughs> yeah. The power of mace compels you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Ghostbusters. I will take this purple motherfucking saber <laughs> and strike you motherfucking yeah. down. Pass me my lightsaber. The yeah. one that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Let's talk some Harry Potter and some other Harry Potter and um, <laughs> Harry Potter and um, Harry Lord Potter. of the Rings moments where they're Battling over the lightsaber and it shatters in half. Yeah, it's like I've seen that before in Harry Potter somewhere with the wand. Oh, the wand. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, then like fucking Lord of the Rings, fucking Helms, Helms Deep, with fucking on the final planet. They're stuck in this little fucking thing, and they've got to do this last run out to try and battle the fucking thing. That Helms Deep battle, yeah. where you've got un, unmatchable forces at, yeah. at your door. They're in this little cave, just a little band of them left. Oh, and they yeah, just charge yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, motherfuckers, fucking bullshit. And it kind of looks similar to the, yeah. the huge wall. <laughs> yeah. That mm. huge wall, maybe that was flat earth. <laughs> that was it. That, that, that was flat earth. That's exactly where it was filmed. That was, it was Antarctica. Real. It was real. That it's was all the, red underneath. The, the wall of Antarctica. Um... <laughs> Yeah, um, there's a lot of discussion around Luke's death, whether or not it was a good death for him. I would have preferred it if he actually showed up. I would have preferred if he was struck down. Yeah. Um, and just overpowered at, in the end. But he distracted them long enough for Ray to get them out. Um, well, how moment. long was the battle? Like 20 seconds? Um, Their lightsaber battle? Yeah, it was a short battle. Yeah, very short. Um, almost as short as... Uh, you might not have seen it. Maul and Obi Wan's in Rebels. I've, I've actually seen. Yeah, it. yeah that's yeah. short. That was like five seconds. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if you if you look at the angle of um, he had Obi's <laughs> saber. <laughs> yeah. The angle that was on was like fifty three degrees. It's like it was it had the high ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So um, I mean, like you can talk. All, we can talk all day about. I guess the the one major thing about this film and why I mean we talked about a lot of broken bits in this film is the one thing that's got a question asked: Why Ryan Johnson did you not take the narrative? Directions, even if it's just the framework, to take the story forward, mm. to take the stories that JJ Abrams had set up and use them. It wasn't a standalone film. It wasn't no. yours to rewrite. It was you to do the part two of the film, which was a carry on from part one. The way you carried on part two was to kill off all the parts from part one and create your own story. That's what he did, and he made a shit film. And he and Dom's, he landed a trilogy out of it. Yeah, so I'm not yeah. watching. I'm not watching that trilogy. trilogy. He got promoted. I'm not watching that trilogy. <laughs> I'm fucking no. There's no way I'm investing in that trilogy. I'll watch it on DVD or something. Yeah, I'm not doing it unless Ryan Johnson puts out some great films in between now and then. 
Um, that Looper Two. Looper but, Two. Maybe does a remake of Jumper. But uh, he'd, he'd, be t- <laughs> he'd be tied up with that trilogy almost for the rest of his life. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, a, that'll a, take him through to be like, like, retirement be, age. Yeah, yeah. Be, well, probably be twelve years, I'd imagine. Yeah, from go to one. Talking trilogies. So, mm. well, that's good. He's got a job for that long. Yeah, it's nice. To, um, nice to think about that. I guess. Uh, so I guess it'll be. I guess. And I don't think Disney's any uh, danger I mean, of going into liquidation. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I think also. I mean, like. <laughs> The good thing about that trilogy for Ryan Johnson is that it will be, by then, it will be a complete, there'll be no original fresh, trilogy Fresh, fresh slate, yeah. So it'll be yeah. a fresh story, I assume, with the kid with the broom at the end. Yeah. Did we discuss that? Yeah. And what was that about? Well, he's a forced kid. Just, so what's he going to do? Well, it just shows that every kid, there are still kids around who believe and dream and... Can you move brooms? He looked like one of the survivors from the Jedi Temple. I don't know. It was a very... He was a youngling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He escaped. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was a very Disney moment at the end. It was was like... It was like a Mickey Mouse moment, wasn't it? Hi, kids. Things shooting. (laughs) Things shooting. (laughs) Things things shooting across the sky. Yeah, yeah. I know. Fucking hell. It was just so horrid. Um... Okay, I'll, I'll I'll accept all of those criticisms. Yeah. But at the end of the, the actual filming of it, the footage was great. There's a great moment when Hondo actually did um, send the when she hyperspace through Snow's ship. That and everything went silent. How they use silence for no. that was great. Yeah. It's a great bit of sound work. It's filmed great, looked great. But yeah, just the narrative kind of in for. A majority of the film stunk. They really didn't develop any new characters in the film. No. Nah. That were of any substance or meaning whatsoever. And within... And, it's, it, and I mean, it's difficult to do that within the time frame the film was set in. It was set in two or three da- another two or three days. Mm. There was no scope to do something that went on for a year, a year down the track. You, you weren't building a big narrative, big storylines, training mm. mon, mon, montage. You weren't building characters over time, doing great deeds and doing whatever so I don't know I think they, they, they failed with Kylo Ren in terms of making a villain I I just he's too he's already too too light side to be a real, mm. real villain like Darth Vader was there's no menace about him it's just unhinged he's uncontrolled whilst Darth Vader was in complete control yeah. he's, he's, whatever, whatever. he's unhinged brat <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I've this is the first Star Wars film I've ever rated under five, and it's three point five out of ten. Oh, what did you think about Yoda showing up? Oh, the Yoda scene. <laughs> it was funny. It was good. Um, uh, it wasn't until the second or third time I saw it when I saw the books mm. were in the were in the Falcon draw. Yeah, that I figured out. Oh, right, he's kind of played a trick on Luke. Mm. Which was a fun little tie back to to, to Dagobah. But you know, uh, but they actually used uh, the Yoda Kenner figure yeah. as like the model for that Yoda. Okay, that's why it looked a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it was a puppet. Uh, yeah. When Yoda first shows up, he's like all clumsy and stuff. Yeah. Wasn't that just to play on Luke to hide his real side? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then again, he's all clumsy in the yeah. last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Didn't look too clumsy in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. He was spinning like a crazy man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it was a bit know. weird that he 
He was that old Yoda again because Luke knows what he's like. I I, I reckon I'd say this, though. Mm. I reckon I'd watch... This is crazy. Mm. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'd watch Force Awakens and Last Jedi over episode one, two, three because I'm finding it hard to dust off the prequels Prequels? and watching them again. Uh, The only prequel that I... Have real, real problems with that. I really, really don't like Attack of the Clones. Like mm. in terms of like, annoys me. Yeah, but I didn't I, at the time. I didn't mind Revenge of the Sith. Ending was stupid, mm. but yeah. at least it had a no had epic scenes in it. Yeah, which is kind of what it deserved. I didn't like how they did the battle scene between. Um, between Anakin and Obi Wan, I don't think it needed to be on like a fucking a volcanic planet. That was for mm. game level design. Yeah, but um, EA EA marketing said, but, "Oh, we we need a fire level." But, yeah, <laughs> but um, the rest of it was okay. Phantom Menace is just a boring film. It's just slow. It's political. So if you like your the Senate, political, which it should have been called the Senate. Yeah, political. Episode one, one, the Senate. Then, <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones is when I knew something really was wrong. That it was with this this cartoon like General Kenobi. Hello there. Hello there. That being said, there is good Star Wars in that era because the Attack of the Clones animated series builds into something really good. Yeah. Um, so. I need to persevere with that one, though. So, yeah, it's a few seasons of perseverance. Like, I went through the first two or three seasons of perseverance. Oh, shit. Oh, he's out. But the last four seasons of that are mm. really good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, how many seasons was that? Technically six and a half, kind yeah. of. You've kind of got six full seasons from memory, and then you've got... I've got this seventh disc, which is a special missions, mm. which is kind of episodes which... A kind of standalone ones, yep. which just sit in timelines yep. within the other se- seasons. So they're not really, it's not really an ex- extension or continuation. But Dave Filoni says he never got the finishing, mm. and that's one of the things why he likes the end of Rebels. He got to finish off a few characters like Rex and yep. Wolf and Gregor. Obviously, mm. was the, was one of the guys that passed away in the in the um, conclusion of. Of rebels, he got to flesh out where Ahsoka Tano ended up. Mm. Um, got to flesh out Thor because she's still alive, isn't she? Yes. So that's um, we'll talk about. I think like when he pulled her out of that scene. Yeah, that was mind blowing. Yeah, and it's one of those things that um, people talk about. Oh, have we introduced time travel into mm. Star Wars? And the answer is no, because that, well, as far as we're aware, yeah. uh, access to that world is now being blocked off. Um, to the Emperor mm. because um, portal to drop your bombs yeah. down just get one ship with hyperspace and fly through the middle done don't even have to have a pilot in it just put it on autopilot yeah. fucking crazy <laughs> fucking just crazy <laughs> fuck you Ryan Johnson how the fuck did you fuck up the fucking rules of the universe so much oh you're a fucking turd uh, but you did bring in Porgs. Porgs are good for the kids. But, yeah. Um, well, you and me, we'll just talk about Solo. Solo we'll do a quick talk about Solo yep. trailer. Uh, Solo trailer looked... I saw it just twice. Yeah. Looked good as far as the there film. There wasn't much of him talking in the 
No, there wasn't yeah. much of anyone talking in it, really. Um, it kind of felt like it was another film. Like, it wasn't a Star Wars film. Mm. It looked good, but it felt like a trailer to, like, Total Recall 2 or something. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking about the new Total Recall. Like, it was just a new sci-fi film. Um, some of the dress, there's a character there that she had, a, like, a white kind of, like, a woolen Shimmering, vest on yeah. and, uh, and uh, leggings and, uh, like, a shortish-type dress. And I was kind of like... That's different kind of dress sense yeah. in Star Wars. I hadn't seen that before. So it just felt a bit different. But Do you reckon they didn't show much of him because uh, his acting is bad and they don't want people to oh, not watch it? I, just a little bit where you did hear him speak where he kind of, uh, where they're flying through that. Okay. We're, we're okay. It's kind of like a bit, sound a bit, the pitch didn't sound yeah. or something. I don't know. Just voice didn't sound. I'm willing to suspend a belief. Mm. It was just a character. I don't care who's playing it. But um, yeah, obviously had lots of reshoots and work done on it because mm. the original directors made it into a bit of a like a comedy type yeah. thing. And then Ron Howard had to fix it. And then I think there's a guy currently scoring it now who's just started the score. Just ne- like. So like it's, it's it's releasing next month. Yeah, no, and they're doing scores still. Shit. So what the fuck is going <laughs> on here? Um, I mean, I guess you can use a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. I think Han Solo's got some of his mm. own songs in the original score yeah. and stuff. So, but then possibly, and I put it in your show notes, John, and I wanted actually you and Jim Bob to talk about it in terms of the artwork that's gone on in the movie. Poster. Oh yes, I saw that like two weeks ago, <laughs> and I was like. Like, well, like, um, for those who don't know, um, there's a French music artist called Hashem Buhus, um, who um, released an album called The Legacy of Funk, who's got very similar artwork to what's been used on the solo um, solo posters, and we'll put it in the show notes. And um, It looks exactly the same. Same colours, same style. Yeah, anyway, the Disney legal team has said they're looking into it. <laughs> um, if, you, if you look at the background, it's the same parchment paper. Yeah. Effect. Yeah. It's everything. I think it's just. I think what we're looking at here is like um, just the nature of creation at the moment, where you can't a be lot original. Of, it's remix culture. Yeah. You've got a lot of content and artwork in your head, and you're just creating stuff. Maybe you don't even. It's subliminal. People are using derivative works all the time, but if you're going to use a derivative work, um, don't make it so bloody obvious. Don't. <laughs> don't make, well, not don't, I don't care if you're obvious about it, but just make sure you pay the dude yeah. who you stole it from. That's it. I mean, if someone stole fucking a Disney film, yeah. Disney would be fucking looking for money for yeah. it. Yeah. So um, I, don't, I, I don't know how it got this far. I don't know why they're looking into it. Just fucking pay the dude. You've got a franchise. How much are you going to have to pay the dude for the posters? Not there, that much. There was some funny comments here. Like, oh, Disney better cancel the film now. So are these CD, CD um, or uh, like record covers? Is I that think what that, they... I'm not so sure. That's the, a record cover. Yeah, that's a record cover. And those are the movie posters. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So The solo one's the most damning, obviously. In terms of the colour... <laughs> the colour scheme. The colour scheme. And the font almost no, looks... Th- there's, there's three other album covers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going. There's the late. There's there's the legacy of funk. I think there's the legacy of jazz. Yeah, and there's something else. So, but um, that, that's lazy on the Disney art department side of things. No, too. well, well so, no, no. Sometimes that, they 
this they get freelancers or this agencies. one's been outsourced to an agency. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know why they. Why would, do would that. you do that? Well, why would Disney do that? Keep it in house. Mm. That's crazy. So obviously, obviously, it's like a. Just, they've just got a graphic design that's like, graphic designer who's inspired by yeah. something at the time. That's the like me taking a logo off maybe a famous logo inspiration sort of type Instagram yeah. page and then yeah. putting it in my folio. Yeah. And know? then saying, man, I, I, no, I designed this. No, yeah, I designed this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess Disney would be overwhelmed with so much graphic work that they have to outsource some of their jobs. But, I mean. Why would you pay four and a half billion for something and then outsource fucking movie posters? Mm. Like, I mean, I mean, like, no, no offense, but in terms of the entire scope of the film, putting a bit of money behind uh, behind a graphic design team internally in a movie poster, you think in the overall marketing budget would be relatively yeah. small? Yeah, I, that's I'm, that's what that's what befuddles me. Have I'm they like, named the what? agency? I think they have in one of the articles. I think it's it's named in one of the, in, in, in in the link. Um, but um, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, the links for this in the show where you can make up your own mind. You've probably seen it anyway. But yeah, someone's getting a good paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Bad luck, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so you should have said, "Don't choke on your aspirations yeah. so much next time, <laughs> Disney." <laughs> <laughs> choke on your aspirations. Oh, that would be nothing. That would be pocket money for them to pay like off. Well, not a, well. I don't know. Depends on how soul solo goes. It probably go into court. No. Um, yeah. So solo be an interesting film. Um, we're just talking <laughs> talking about how the solo trailer looks like. It's a, another movie that's got like uh, Star Wars slept on it. Like it's a Total Recall trailer or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's got something else. Like when it. his yeah. head blows up. Yeah. Just. But when it. he does that thing where he just turns around and goes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Yeah. Like, what? Hansel <laughs> doesn't sound like that. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. Yeah. It's just all crazy. <laughs> How can <shit>. you? <laughs> anyway, that's that's solo. That's out end of April. Yep. Join. Yes. In America, I don't know about Australia. Well, we usually get it earlier. So maybe we will. We will I mean, a couple of days earlier. We usually get a couple of days earlier. Han Solo. Oh. Solo Australian. Release date. So Star Wars Rebel Season 4. Oh, we get it on 24th of May. What the? Oh. That's, like that's, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. But that's okay. We'll mm. get to know whether it's good or not before. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Rebel Season 4 finale. Major plot point for Jim Bob. But um, just in terms of, and I think I was discussing this, I said this, as soon as I saw these episodes together, like I sent a guy a message on WhatsApp and just uh, saying that the, end, the final episodes of Rebels in Season 4, mainly the last three, but collectively probably the five at the end, restored my faith in Star Wars writing, um, in good Star Wars being produced out of Disney, that it's the last three episodes I think is as good as writing Star Wars stories that have been out, that came out since Empire Strikes Back. That's how good that storyline is, to me, anyway. Um, may not be that high, maybe it's Return of the Jedi. But it's better stories, more in-depth characters than we've got out of the films, the new films. Even Rogue One, to an extent. So, um, yeah. Um, if you haven't been watching Rebels... And if you're not sure, maybe it's a good place if you've got kids. Start mm. them on Rebels. Yeah. They'll invest in the characters. 
I loved them. Unfortunately, um, there's no real tie-in with toys and whatnot to really get them deeply hooked because Hasbro and Disney have done a really shit job with the merchandising. And I liked uh, Thrones henchman, the lizard-looking guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rook. Yeah. yeah, Rook's really spoiler alert. We haven't read the books. Uh, but they've been around for 30 years, so <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, I think there's a uh, cut-off point there where I should be okay. okay. But, um, yeah, so a lot of great characters. I like how they kind of gave, in the finale, gave each character throughout, going back to Visago in season one, like just bringing him in and closing off, like, his story a little bit. Um, the clones... Um, other characters which I won't name, which we talked about before, yeah. so Jim Bob won't know the outcome. Uh, the Ezra Bridges story is a great, as good as. Oh, sorry, it's not as good. Just no good. It's a good, <laughs> it's a very similar and entertaining story, like Luke's. So, um, um, Rebels is probably the best new Star Wars there's been since Star Wars came back. So, uh, get into it if you haven't. I don't know. Probably be. Six months or so before uh, it comes out on DVD, but obviously it's available on Disney XD in Australia now. Already, a bit of a switch. Oh. Be oh. Yeah, so if you've got Disney XD, you can you can watch it randomly. Put your <clears throat> put your series link on and check it out. Does that mean like DVDs will come out soon? Yeah, I would imagine so. Being a finale, there's no reason mm. they'd, they'd hang on to them. But probably with all the solo stuff happening, promotion yeah. and stuff, it'll be <laughs> usually the Rebels. DVDs come out around October, November, but that's okay. but that's usually to coincide with the launch of the season. Mm. Yeah, so mm. they may come out earlier. Well, we shall see. A bit about season three that I liked. Yes. So, Kanan uh, discovered a Bendu in the yes, in the the in, moose head, the in, moose in monkey, the, yeah, the moose, the moose dude, the moose dude. So that's Tom Baker from Doctor Who. Yes, yes he does oh. the voice work. And it's some of the best voice work I've ever fucking heard. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, great character. Yeah, and and it's really the first time you get sort of introduced to that middle ground Jedi mm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Grey grey Jedi, whatever yeah. you call it. I think that's again early on. Rebels setting themes for that will become later on apparent to kids in the films. So, mm. um, Rebels seems to be a prequel where they test things yeah. in the market. Yeah. But that guy with the cowboy hat, I think he's doing a pretty good job. Dave Filoni, yeah. When and like, and there's a link in the show notes to the Rebels season four finale. Jim Bob, you won't be able to watch it for a while nah. until you see it. But it is one of the best Star Wars panels you'll see in terms of talking and explaining about the core of what Star Wars means. Um, obviously, it's emotional room because, obviously, they've been a team for four or five years putting putting Star Wars Rebels together, and that was after the screening, the internal screening. Mm. So it's all in-house in Lucasfilm, so, mm. um, with just some guest fans in. But, um, yeah, him explaining how he and George Lucas kind of worked through certain rules and stuff when they worked together on Clone Wars and... Mm how he was then set free and let loose by himself on Rebels after the merger with Disney um, mm. to do his own thing. Um, um, all of the really good tiebacks and really good commitment to Star Wars canon and how Star Wars should be seems to come from Dave Filoni. So, to me, I hopefully he's in charge of the TV series, which we'll quickly discuss in a minute. Um, 
and hopefully also he's hinted at the end of the panel of the next Star Wars animated series, which he'll be that his his team will be working on. So I do, I would doubt that would be the case that he take on two projects at a time, but. Um, being um, in another animated film and you having seen the end, you'll probably know who the two main protagonists will be. In Rebels? Yeah, well, yeah. we can't say in yeah. front of Jim Bob, but we know who they're looking for and what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, yeah, so it'll be an interesting story and a good one for the main character that whilst has had a, had a reasonably good run on Clone Wars, to fill out a series pretty much surrounded by mm. them um, and putting in some Mandalorian stuff will be good. Um, now, we'll quickly skip through a couple of things. There's a new Thrawn book coming out in a few months. Actually, I think it's... Is it a few months? I think it is a few months. Um, sequel to the original Thrawn. Some people thought the original book was a bit slow, whatever. Didn't maybe do Thrawn great, greatest service yeah. compared to the original. But this one's got him and his um, actions with Darth Vader in it. Obviously, Thrawn's outcome in, um, in Rebels is ambiguous. Jim Bob? Mm. <laughs> 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 um, so, um, but, um, yeah, it'll be... I don't buy very very many books. Um, I mean, Star Wars books. I'll buy I'll buy stories around key characters, backstories. Like I've got the Ahsoka Tana book, uh, Thrawn. Um, I'll buy Snoke when it comes out, just so I can just so I know what the story is. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the kind of only books I buy. I don't buy those kind of prelude kind of half-assed novels that they kind of release <laughs> to kind of get you into the story. But Speaking of stories, John Favreau is going to be directing the new TV series that will be streaming only on the Disney streaming channel. Mm. So, so people would get it just to watch that. You'll have to, yeah. I assume it's going to be one of their launch products. It's like getting Foxtel to watch footy. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> that is it. And Foxtel are obviously pulling all their content from Netflix. Yeah. So I don't know when you think of when you think of Disney, you maybe not. You maybe think of Netflix and you think, oh, that's not going to be too bad. Yeah. Disney own a lot of different studios and shit. That's a lot of content to be pulling back. Mm. And if I was Netflix investors, I'd be getting a little bit nervous because they'd pull all the content out. Yeah. Oh shit. And then, like, I mean, if if you got ownership of content, why wouldn't you put your own streaming mm. service? Yeah. Like, if you're Fox, why are you giving shit to Netflix? Mm. Like, Netflix is just a platform. Yeah. They're nothing. Like, yeah, they've got their own Marvel stuff. That, and that's that's why they're starting to create a lot of content. That's the only reason that they're... That they're pumping all their money back into creating movies. They have yeah, to. Because yeah. if, even if you look at what's on Netflix now, yeah. that's not the Netflix stuff. It is shit. Yeah. Like, they've got some shit content mm. on there. Like, <laughs> some C-grade UFO documentaries, some <laughs> fucking horrible old 80s flicks. Yeah. Well, just, don't you think a majority of the stuff that they produce is good? Like, Stranger Things? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, what else? 100%. But that... But I think... If you're relying on that, though, when you think of it, if, you, if you're just relying on that, mm. do they produce enough? Well, they're starting, they're starting to produce a lot. Yeah, but then as you produce more and you spread your resources out, mm. does the quality go down? Yeah. So they've, I mean, they need some key, some key partnerships mm. with content to keep things yeah. going. Like, you can't just all of a sudden just go, 
Oh, fuck it, let's put MASH on Netflix for a few months. People can just watch MASH in Anthony or Seinfeld or fucking whatever, yeah. which is what TV net, net networks do, right? They just move friends around from channel to channel just to fill spots. Well, <laughs> same thing happened to um, uh, Family Guy and Simpsons are now on the same channel. Yeah. So mm. who would have thunk, you yeah. know? Yeah. Mind you, does C- CBS owns Channel 10 now, don't they? They do. Yeah, so... Yeah. So we'll it's weird. Yeah, so for those who don't know who John Favreau is, um, he's the Iron Man man. He's pretty much the man behind everything that's Iron Man that we've seen in the Marvel Universe. He directed one of the best Marvel movies ever. Yeah. So, uh, Which one's that? The original Iron Man. The original oh, the Iron first Man. Iron yeah. Man, yeah. So um, he'll, yeah, be working, he'll be working on the Lion King reboot um, at the moment. So I don't know why they're remaking Lion King. What the fuck do you remake Lion King? They're remaking, Lion King? They're remaking every Disney cartoon. So the uh, Pocahontas, Mulan, uh, Little Mermaid. No. Yeah, they're remaking everything. But Pocahontas is like a well, it's 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 not it's not a remake. It's uh, live action movies. Oh, oh live, live action. action. Oh, oh so there's a live action. Live action. Lion King. Yeah. Oh right, that's different. That makes be, sense. There's going to be makes, motion okay. capture. Yeah, yeah that, that makes okay. sense. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like a Jungle Book thing yeah. they're making. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I thought it was just an animation film again. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you remaking no. it for? All right. Oh, then, cool. Yeah, you're like, actors would have to move, like, All right. Clients. Now I'm not fucking upset about it. But I'm kind of holding off upset about remakes now because I kind of got um, – my faith got restored a little bit with, uh, with Jumanji. Oh, that was a highly entertaining fucking film. If you haven't watched it, go and fucking see it. Such a good film. I like Jack Black in it the most. Oh, he's so good. And The Rock's good yeah. again. Yeah. After like four or five bombs in a row, he's good. Kevin Hart is always himself in movies. Yeah, Kevin Hart's good. Yeah. And um, I've forgotten her name, but she was one of the assistants of Doctor Who. Um, oh, it's, um, it's, a, it's an Irish name. Yeah. I forget I, her name. I, I can't remember. But she was really good in it as well. They put together a perfect cast. They bounce <laughs> off each other really nice. She's, she's Nebula in yeah. 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 Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really, really good cast. Shot really well, super entertaining, fast paced. Don't get bored. Um, and the rock, some the rock's good in it. He was cooking. He was back. The rock was cooking. <laughs> I smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> Smelled good. Uh, now I actually, yeah, um, it's funny. Trish told me how that reference works the other night. <laughs> She literally told me about that. Literally, the rock that reference. Yeah. Oh, smell what the rock's cooking. Because we, we were watching. What were we watching? Something that had the rock in it. Um, the Dude Fairy. <laughs> oh no, we were watching um, epic rap battles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Jimmy yeah, Fallon's yeah, yeah, yeah. rap battle show. Yeah, it's a good show. So, right? Sorry, limp, lip, uh, lip, lip sync, lip sync battle. Yeah, lip sync. So the rock was up against Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, Jimmy Fallon's going, yeah, I can smell what you're cooking. I can smell what you're cooking. <laughs> and then, but Trish, for some reason, near the WWE reference. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she still surprises me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the one thing that made me hold up on this thing is that Lion King isn't scheduled to be completed in 2019, which I guess is next year. That's so next it's not, year. It's not that yeah. fucking That's far halfway right. through next year. That's yeah. so, how many months to go. So, but I think the, I think the Disney streaming service is scheduled to be launched at the end of this year. Oh. I, I hope it's only what, like ten bucks so a month I'm, or something. So what's it, what's gonna, it called? Is, is there a name for it? Um, 
What for the Disney streaming service? Yeah. I no, I did I'm not aware. Disney stream. But the, but then again it may also be launched um may also be launched um uh, with Star Wars celebration in May when they open up the parks as well. Mm. So maybe they do all that together yeah. and do all the cast and stuff within the I assume they're gonna film mm. it in there maybe. Be mm-hmm. good studio yeah. to film it in. So anyway. Um quick news, something um Bit close to my heart, probably not as close to the other two. Hasbro Star Wars toy sales have dropped in the last twelve months. What a <laughs> fucking surprise! You make shit toys, <laughs> you useless fucks. How can you? <laughs> and one of the best signalling points is that um, Hasbro set up a um, a kind of like a Kickstarter for themselves called Haslabs, which is what a lot of other toy companies do, smaller ones. So. Um, we've finally got the opportunity. Back in the day, back in Kenner days, they never released the sales barge via Jebba over the Salex pit. They never it's released that as a criminal toy. when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of the, would have been the best play sets that they had prob- probably. Everyone wanted it. And it never got built, and obviously it was towards the tail end of Star Wars, so it never really happened. would have been a big play set and would have probably been expensive, but it would have been still fucking good. But it's fucking expensive now. Um they need 5,000 people to donate $500 each. <laughs> That's $2.5 million. Hasbro hasn't, has, Hasbro hasn't got $2.5 million to risk what? on a fucking Star Wars toy. What about the they only need 5,000 people to fucking buy it. I don't know how they... Maybe if they didn't price their fucking current toys out of market reach and maybe distributed them to places where kids would buy them. When I was a kid... There were Star Wars figures and stuff in supermarkets. So when you went supermarket shopping a kid, there was a cheap figure there. Yeah, it's three bucks. Chuck it in the fucking trolley. Buy, 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 buy. Now you have to fucking go find Star Wars figures. Mm. Target doesn't have them. It's like no. fucking um, uh, the guys at Retro Blasting, which is a YouTube channel about vintage ref- v- vintage toys. If you haven't um, seen it, check it out. They explain how toy aisles nowadays with the distribution of Hasbro look like fucking post-war East fucking German fucking toys. <laughs> 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 Just fucking nothing. You've only got one toy in there, which everyone has to buy. One, one, point, of, <laughs> one point of articulation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I remember something cool that happened years ago, though, and this is when episode one came out. Yeah. Um, Myers in City on Lonsdale Street, yeah. um, they, they were just going to pull down the building next door, but what they did, there used to be this skate store on the end, of, just up from Myers, yep. that sold skating clothes, skateboards, yeah. or yeah. shoes and that. Yeah. That shop went under. And then Myers installed a Star Wars merchandise pop-up store Ugh. in that shop. Mm. And I could go in there, you could buy Lego, you could buy every... Because when the figurines came out for episode one, they were fucking awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like really good quality. And if you go to like Comics or Us in Chapel Street, yeah. he'll have them all on the wall still. Yeah. And they're all still priced 30 40 bucks each. Yeah, yeah. Like that, That's all they needed to do again. To, you know, just get Myers to open another pop-up store and to have a dedicated Star Wars store. But now you've just got these stupid Black Series ones that are, like, too expensive. They've targeted... All the small figurines come with these stupid um, add-on things that make, like, a giant yeah. droid or something. They complain stupid. about the expense of making a toy for a kid. And then they make a figure 
with an add-on thing which w- would cost them a, a, looks would, shit. Would it cost them shit. a few cents. Kids would not use. They'd throw it away, and then um, then they're charging fifteen dollars a figure. Fifteen dollars is not something that a, a parent's not going to go. Oh, it's fifteen bucks at the shop. Yeah, they're just, when they're in the soup, you're using the cheapest plastic and paint paint applications you can possibly get. Your fucking weapons are the worst, are even lesser grade plastic, constantly bowed out of the pack that you have to put them in hot hot water and straighten everything. You shouldn't have to fix your toy when you get it out of a fucking pack brand new. What about the profits put, from from the Transformer movies? Oh, well, I'm glad that Transformers are getting reboot. Oh, yeah. uh, hopefully, they go back and. And get their toy line straight, and get the visual look right. Yeah. Hopefully they listen to Jim I'm, I'm, It'll be it'll be amazing the toy line that they bring out to see what they do with the He Man reboot, like the like like the He Man film. Holy guacamole! They fucked that up. <laughs> I don't. I'm fucking. I'm just imagining Castle Grayskull now sitting in Toys R Us, <laughs> fucking worth six hundred and ninety dollars, and no one fucking buys it. Then it gets cleared down to two ninety nine. No one buys it. <laughs> And then, it, and then they go, oh, the toy line failed. Fuck you, it failed. You're fucking, fucking trying to bleed the fucking fans out of their money because of nostalgia. You're trying to get adults to buy toys. Get kids to buy toys, you motherfuckers. I think the only one who's doing it right is Lego. There are good toy Lego's companies Lego's the only there. one doing Star Wars toys right. And I think part of the problem with the, with the modern toy industry is that it's all licensed shit. Yeah. Like, you, no, like no one's coming up with a... With a show anymore with Dino, a toy. Dino Riders? Like Dino Riders? Yeah, they're not bringing like, out toys how anymore that aren't supported. Imagine a Dino Riders movie. Oh, Dino with Riders John movie. John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. But they aren't bringing out toys anymore that aren't supported by film. I don't even think they're supported by cartoon. If they're not supported by cartoon oh, anymore, they don't bother. Dino Riders movie. Yeah. If, if, if I didn't, like, millions of dollars, that, I'd buy the rights to Dino Riders. Yeah. Silver Hawks, Thundercats. Mm. And I understand now why, looking at my own family, my nieces and nephews, I understand now why Star Wars are targeting the female market. Because when I look at my own family, extended family, it's the girls that play with toys. The boys don't give a fuck. They're on the iPad. On video games. On, on video games. It's the girls that are playing with toys. They're playing with Shopkins. They're playing with My Little Pony. They're playing with Barbie. They're playing with toys. All friends, Lego friends. That, that yeah, Lego, section yeah. at Target now is massive. Yeah, like it's Minecraft. It's, like yeah. the, the boys aren't even playing with Lego anymore. It's fucking Minecraft. So Disney sold this from a mile away in... Well, they, they, well, they did I, their mean, research. I mean, they'd have better stats than me, but just yeah. me looking at my anecdotal little bubble, I got it the other day. It's gone, what, what am I going to get my nephew for his birthday? It's like, fuck, I don't know. iTunes voucher, you can buy something on Minecraft. Mm. Fuck, I don't know. Why don't I get my nieces? Oh, I can buy this toy, I can buy this toy, I can buy this toy. Because I know they're playing mm. with toys. It's kind of like, oh, now I get it. Girls play with toys. Mm. Guys don't. They just don't. And when yeah. you look through a toy store, you can see it. You go through a toy world, there's like three aisles of girls' toys, and there's one, there's one aisle for Ghostbusters and, and Transformers and, and Star Wars, yeah. mm. and that's it. So the future is female as far mm. as toys go, which is fun. They'll probably make a she movie, which is cool. But that being said, I don't think toys necessarily, I don't think girls ne- necessarily always identify with female heroines. Because there's still lots of rays, there's lots of roses, there's lots of Star Wars figures. They're all the female figures which are left on the pegs. Yeah. You don't have to have Captain Marvel. Yeah, you don't have right you now. don't have to have a female hero for for female for girls to play with as kids. Mm. They don't care. 
I just, I just want to hear it. Now, next. Was that a fair rant? Yes. Was that good? <laughs> that being said, I'm also releasing a YouTube video of all the, of all of the Star Wars toys. Rebels is a great storyline. It's a great kids love Rebels, right? They haven't got any fucking toys to play with. How do they re- recreate all that shit in their thing? They haven't got an app to play with where they can recreate it. They've watched it. They haven't got toys to recreate and then create new storylines in the Star Wars universe because all the Rebels toys were released two years ago. There's been nothing new in the market. You can't go out and get a Rebels toy. Fucking sort out your distribution and fix up your fucking shows. Fuck's sake. Now, <laughs> Star Wars lands. They're almost done. We've seen drone, drone footage. We've said before we think probably they're going to film the show there. They'd have to. Surely that's the plan. Yeah. It's like the soundstage, like Movie World up here. Just film everything there. They've got. They've, if they what, can, what are they shooting Movie World? Um, it's the, not that big, is it? No, but they've got like studios and shit up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think we've got studios here in Melbourne too, down at Docklands, where they do movies mm. and shit. There's, there's some Phil in Victoria. There's some in Sydney as well on the on the, yeah. the foreshore. Because there was a period when the Australian dollar was really good. When Nick Cage was making that horrible film, where Ghost Rider, he, uh, no, next, next, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. you know how Nicholas Cage just accepts any script that comes his way. <laughs> he, could, he could see like five seconds yeah, in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he filmed next, and they they turned over all these cars and shit on Burke Street on like a Sunday yeah, morning, yeah, closed yeah, close yeah, yeah. it all off. Yeah. And there was a big breeze or something yeah. blowing through. Yeah, and they were filming that all at the movie studios down <laughs> down in, down in Docklands because we were cheap. To make films I think they shot a De Niro movie near the Princess Theatre as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but the yeah. Aussie dollar was like seventy. Yeah, the Aussie dollar was it's like crazy. That's when all the gaming houses they all started putting um, or putting offices in Australia because they wanted twenty four hour development things. So put them in Australia. Australian developers, game developers, we oh, they're charging us. Their cost is sixty nine cents. Mm. Like, Compared to a full dollar, and then we became, and then parody. when it came up, and then it's like, shut all these fucking things down. <laughs> <laughs> we had parody, yeah, we had parody, fucking parody. What is this <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like these buildings are great. Um, obviously, uh, there's one in Anaheim and one in Flo- one in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I assume they're going to be two different, distinct worlds that they can sh- film a lot of different shit in. And obviously, there's news that France is expanding its Star Wars. Um, um, France, Paris, Paris. Dis- Disneyland Party? is expanding is expanding their um, their Star Wars land bit. Mm. Probably another kind of bit where they can film shit. Mm. So, could be really good. Should be. Fuck. Everyone's been waiting for a live action Star Wars. I want to go to hey, en- TV series, I want to yeah. go to mm. Endor in Canada. Well, that's it. They can film Endor fucking anywhere, can't they? It's perfect. Tasmanian. That California. forest is amazing. Was it Oregon with the tall uh, with the redwoods? I don't know. There's a there's a documentary. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about it's defending the prequels. I can't remember what it's mm. called now. I watched it a few a few months ago now. Well, probably about a year ago. But um, he actually goes out to the forest where they filmed Endor. And oh. said, this is where the Battle of Endor was, yeah. and it was just out of just out of California. But just mm. like because like in Australia, we don't have the pine needles all over the ground. No, um, unless. There's a plantation of pine there's, there's trees. There's two somewhere. places. There's one in Lotways and one in uh, Warburton. but it's it's a really small area. But, they, but there's, but a, good, like there's a good plantation of pine out on the way up the Myrtleford out to Brighton, that Snowfields as well. Okay. Like a really good pine. Yeah, and you can yeah. see it all along the hill, and yeah. it just keeps going. Sometimes, in shit. but because mm. I remember, and there's this weird thing when you walk through a pine forest, 
you get this weird sort of muffled silence around you because yeah. all the sound is absorbed by the all leaves. the pine needles. Yeah. And there's, yeah, it's it's a, yeah, I'd love to imagine that, like going into the little, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you call it? The Ewoks little <laughs> oh, thing. Into their, into their tree. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Just, I think it's Actually made that. Yeah, be, be cooking, cooking up some humans, <laughs> <laughs> little can, cannibal mm. bastards. <laughs> now, just a, just a quick note on that: the upgrade in France is costing two point five billion dollars. Mm. What the? That's half of the fucking what they paid for the Star Wars. Race. <laughs> yeah, first place. So Jeez. they're they're invested. Okay, like I said at the start of the show, um, check out rebelscumradio.com Probably in the next. Week or two, you'll we're see back, whole, peeps. See a whole new site. Um, follow us: Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, and Instagram. There'll be lots of YouTube action coming up. We're back, and Instagram as well. Um, all you fans that are already on Instagram, um, look forward to Vero. It's cool stuff. Is anybody on Vero? I no. I checked it out. Uh, That's a bit weird. Yeah, it crashed because so many people got on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and also check us wherever you find your podcast. You'll find us. Um, I'm going to try and sneakily get us on Google Play using some VPN action. Mm. <laughs> hey. I suppose I, I said that the other way and let it on. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, enjoy your time. May the force be with you. And, uh, and also with you. <laughs> oh, oh, we are Rebels Come Radio. <laughs> we will see you soon. See you guys. Bye-bye.